Hello, my friends. It's Britt with Athlete Dietitian. Athlete spelled with an E-A-T to remind you that even if you don't consider yourself an athlete or maybe you're just an active person, in order to feel like an athlete, perform like an athlete, and be an athlete, you gotta eat. My goal in forming Athlete Dietitian is to help you feel more empowered around food, appreciative of your, of your body, and overall just happy. Learn with me in our online courses And in this podcast, as we explore marathon training, active lifestyle fueling, busy schedules, and simple eating. Hello, my friends. If you are new here, welcome. If you are returning, thanks for being a loyal listener. There are a lot more listeners than there are reviews on my podcast, so I would appreciate if you are one of my loyal ones. Do me a favor and rate and review this podcast so that others can find that value in it too. It really means the world, and just you listening and telling me how you feel about it, it really means the world, and it helps others so that they can they can find it. Recently, an athlete said this to me, I feel like I am starting to get into routine when it f- comes to eating. And it makes me so happy. I couldn't do it without all your tips. I'm so thankful to get messages like this. And I really hope that it tells you what is possible. Big, big thank you. I'm just feeling so, so grateful at this point. After have recording a dozen or so episodes, I'm grateful to, to be able to be here with you and for you to be listening in. Just like we're having, having a quick little one-sided conversation. I would like it to be a little bit more two-sided. So if you could message me and talk to me and let me know that you're listening, I would love to, to hear about it. So last week we talked about pre-workout meals and snacks. So what to eat before. It's a super important component. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it either after you've listened to this one. Either way, you can do it in any, any order, but I do encourage you to go back and listen to that if that's something you have questions about. So as as it is important, it's it's equally as important as the after meal or recovery meal or snack. Today, that's the topic that we'll be talking about. Um, One specific post-workout meal that you can use, especially if you're feeling in a rush, you're lacking an appetite, you're wanting to get all those good, helpful nutrients in. It also helps with hydration. So we're going to be talking about post-workout smoothies, post-run, post-workout, post-session smoothies. Uh, You may have heard me say this before, but your workout isn't finished until you have had your recovery meal. So if you're busy with work, parenting, life in general, it can be difficult to sit down. It can be difficult to to enjoy or make a, a meal. And that's where liquid energy can be so helpful. Unfortunately, some people just forget certain components of this smoothie um, and cause we want to make sure we're including, including four different components, which is something we will talk about. We'll dive all into that. I just wanted to give a quick little overview that, that we'll be talking about smoothies, what components should be contained, and then a few smoothie ideas for you to, to start including. Before we dive in though, let's talk about my dinner meal plan for the week. So Monday we grilled some chicken. We, we grilled a ton. Uh, we did some on the grill and then we did some in a pan, different flavors of, of chicken or not flavors, I guess, uh, marinades of chicken. So we could have extras for lunches. So we could throw them on salads or in a sandwich. 
um, or just in a bowl with some rice. So we made a ton to make our lunches easier. So that's one big thing that I like to do when we make our dinners is to make the the lunches happen more naturally and more easily. So that's one thing that we did this week to make our lunches better was making a ton of extra grilled chicken at the same time of making our dinner grilled chicken. So with that, we added some rice, which again, made it a little bit of extra for leftovers to make like a burrito bowl or something later for, for another lunch. Uh, and then a side of veggies. Tuesday, we had some of that leftover chicken and also some pre-made cheese tortellini and pasta sauce. So I got that at Sprouts. I've also gotten it at like Sam's Club. I'm, I hope they have them at Costco. I'm not really sure. But you put it in a pan of boiling or in a pot of boiling water for like three minutes and then it's done. And you just add some pasta sauce and cooked veggies or salad on the side. So that's a good, easy, quick meal that you can do. You don't have to add the extra chicken. It actually has a pretty good amount of protein. So it's not necessary that you, for you to add um, extra protein, but, but yeah, you can. And we wanted to, cause it just tastes, it just tasted a little bit better. And then on Wednesday, it's Sophie's birthday, so we are going out. We're gonna go get some burritos, and then Thursday we're gonna make up. We're gonna make some burgers and salad. Of course, at the time of recording this, it is summer, so we're doing a lot of those nice, um, fun summer type meals. And then Friday we're gonna do some teriyaki chicken, and then Saturday we're having another birthday party <laughs> with a lot of family in town. We we. When we celebrate one birthday, it turns into three different birthdays. So, so yeah, so we're doing pizza that day for Sophie's birthday. And can I just pause and say, oh my goodness, my daughter is one. That's crazy for any of you that have kiddos or nieces, nephews, cousins, whatever. It, it happens fast and we're just trying to enjoy every little moment. So it's been so fun. and We love it. But crazy, crazy stuff. Another life event going on before we dive into the juice of this episode. At the time of recording this, I now have two races on the calendar. So one of them was a last minute decision. It's really funny. If you have friends like this, uh, she texted, asked if we want to do a run a half marathon at the end of August. And we all said, heck yes, we're going to do that. So I've got about four weeks until that race, which is a little bit sooner than I would have um, decided to do, but I, I am in a mo- I have been training and bounce back pretty quickly from the last marathon. So after, after a good long month of no running. So I do, I actually feel pretty good and I'm excited to be, be doing that. So, so we'll have a half marathon. It's all downhill to prepare for our November full marathon. That again is downhill. I have some pretty big goals for this marathon and I'm just doing what it takes every single day. There have been some setbacks with getting sick, um, just last week and, and just life happening, but we're trying to get into, to routine and get back so that we can reach those goals. I've been putting a really big focus this training cycle on speed and strength training. I got my gym membership. And so that's been really helpful to be able to add a lot more strength because the past training cycle, I was doing a lot of body weight, dumbbells, band work, things like that, which was great. And I did feel very strong for that marathon, but I'm excited to just see what, what this extra strength training will do, uh, with my, um, marathon training. So why am I telling you all this? Uh, it's, it's fun to, to know where I'm at with, with my training, Um, It's also fun to know where you are at. 
where what you're training for, what your big fitness goals are. If you don't have a fitness goal at the moment, I encourage you to think about it and to choose choose what that might be. Um, it doesn't have to be anything big or anything that's going to stress you out. Of course, it should be something that you enjoy. But whatever it is, set one for three or four months from now. Don't don't set it for a year from now. Set it for three or four months. Uh, and let me know what that is. I want to be in it, in on it. I want to cheer you on. Message me. Let me know what that goal is so that I can be your, your cheerleader. I want you to be able to reach those goals. Of course, part of that is nutrition. Part of that is getting good sleep. Part of that is is doing the fitness um, and the exercise and the movement to, to get you there. Uh, and nutrition, of course, is, is where I'm the most passionate about. So answering those questions that you have over uh, on Instagram is, is where I'm more, more active. Uh, but I'd love to, to connect with you. So let me know what that big, big goal is for you. And of course, that big goal is going to involve that post-workout nutrition. So let's dive into that. Before we dive into the juice of this episode, let's take a quick pause. Okay, let's dive in. Why post-workout smoothies? So I talked a little bit about it before, but when you are done with a workout, maybe you're lacking your appetite, maybe you're in a rush, maybe you want to make sure you're getting all your good nutrients in, you're wanting to make sure you're hydrating. Post-workout smoothies can be a super awesome option. Um, I do hear a lot of times, like, I'm just not hungry. I don't have an appetite. Like, why should I be forcing food down after a workout if I'm not hungry? And I always say, and I will say it again, your workout is not finished until you have had your recovery meal. And that should happen within 30 minutes. I would recommend within at least 30 minutes. Um, we want to make sure we're getting in those nutrients so our muscles can can start uh, recovering and repairing so that we can continue that training cycle long-term because it's not about just that one session. It's about continuing to improve and recovering. And that food is just there to help, help with that recovery. So post-workout smoothies can be a super awesome option because you're, you're swallowing it. You're not chewing. So having liquid options, liquid energy can help a lot. I like to remind individuals that I do encourage intuitive eating and intuitive eating does not just mean that we are skipping meals when we aren't hungry and eating meals when we are. That's not all that intuitive e- eating is. And I encourage you to listen to my episodes with Nicole Ulrich. We talk about this a lot. So I'll link that in the notes for this episode. But just a reminder that besides just eating when we're hungry and stopping when we're full, Um, part of intuitive eating is honoring your health and respecting your body. So those two parts of intuitive eating tell me, yes, you should eat after a workout or drink a smoothie if eating is just too, too difficult. So find that balance, make sure that you're fueling after a workout. And so, so with, with smoothies, it's an awesome way to load in those nutrients, load in some color, load in some protein, And when it comes to smoothies, make sure you're incorporating these four specific components. And I actually have a download with all this information. So if you are, if you aren't able to remember it, (laughs) I don't blame you, um, go and download it. So I have linked to this, this download. If you don't use that link that I have linked to, just go to athlete with an EAT dietitian.com slash freebies. 
and then scroll down to the post-run smoothies. So this freebie tells you these four components and it also has 10 recipes as well, 10 of my favorite smoothie recipes. But let's start with, with those four components. So first, we want to have a color or a carb. So and or. So it, it might be both. Um, one food might be both. Or you might need two foods to, to make this one component. So color and carb. So that might be spinach for your color and strawberries for your carb. Or maybe berries for your color and oats for your carb. Uh, maybe you do some cauliflower and mango zucchini and banana or a sweet potato that can get both color and carb. And so again, I have examples on that download that you can have, but we want that color and that carb, the carb to give us the energy, the color to give us some of those nutrients to help with, with that recovery. Second, we're going to want to have protein in there. So your protein might be in the form of protein powder. Maybe it's in the form of dairy or soy milk almond or cashew, those milks do not count. They're not high enough in protein, but you can do like a dairy or soy milk, protein powder, or protein drink. Uh, Greek yogurt is another good option, whether it's um, vanilla or just plain. Um, if you like, if you like the flavor of plain, some people are a little picky about it. So maybe doing a vanilla, but make sure when you look at that Greek yogurt, that it's high in protein. So I usually try to shoot for like 15 grams at a minimum. Another option too is tofu. Uh, I'm not the hugest fan of tofu in a, a protein shake. I like it plain, but in a protein shake, as long as it's blended up pretty well, it hides and it, it gives a good, another plant-based option as your protein for the smoothie. So that's the second component is protein. The third component is fluids. So you can't have a smoothie without the fluid part. Um, it would be pretty nasty and thick. So you can use dairy milk or soy milk, or any type of milk. So milk or uh, alternatives like cashew or on almond milk, um, or you like a protein drink, you can also use water. So it doesn't really matter. We just want to make sure we get some form of fluid in there too, so that the smoothie turns um, to a good texture. Um, and that one is, is, you can play around with it. Last, the fourth component are fats. So we want some form of fat. And I think this is the one that gets the most um, looked over or that people skip the most often. So make sure you include a fat option. Why do we want fat? We want to make sure we have fats because they are helpful anti-inflammatory. They have a lot of nutrients, uh, have some fiber. So all these good nutrients to help your body to recover from that hard workout that you've just had. We definitely need those fats. So you can do it in the form of nut butter. So whether you do like a cashew butter, almond butter, uh, peanut butter, you could do an avocado. An avocado can kind of fit in with the color slash carb, um, or sorry, the color um, side of, of that first component is avocado or fats or kind of both. Now you could do any type of seeds. So chia seeds, flax seeds, hemp seeds, pumpkin seeds, any type of seeds uh, will do. And you can kind of play around with those. So those are the four components that I encourage you have in a smoothie. Again, it's on that download. So if you want that, go to the link and get that. Um, those are the four. So color and carb, that's one. Protein, two. Fluid, three. And fats, four. Now, going back to that download that I talked about, I do have 10 
of my favorite uh, smoothies. So I want you to go and experiment with those. Uh, try which ones you might like. So on that download, I've got a peach one, a strawberry, got a cherry one, a cinnamon sweet potato. So there, there are a lot of different smoothie smoothie options. But again, they have all four of those components. So you can either create your own, get creative and experiment, or or use those options that I have. Um, and one one component that you want to keep in mind is is the sweetness. So smoothies aren't going to taste very good if you don't have the right flavor. So if you use a protein powder, it it usually is better if it's flavored, whether that's chocolate or vanilla, um, or or adding your own type of flavor like adding cinnamon or um, like a flavored Greek yogurt or adding like a flavored kefir. Um, I've talked about that a lot on here. So maybe like a peach or a strawberry flavored. Either way, any way to just add a better, better flavor. And don't be afraid of it. Like it's okay to add some of that sweetener. It makes it taste better. Um, either way, you're, 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 you're helping to get those nutrients in. That's the best thing that, that we want to do so we can get all those nutrients in. So you can always add honey or syrup um, or any of those other sweetened options that I, that I mentioned to make sure to make sure it still still tastes delicious um, as well as as nutritious. So so I encourage you to try some of those or try some of your own, get creative, tag me, let me know how your post run smoothies go. I would love to to hear about it. I am all ears and maybe I can share that with with others as well so that they can find a way to best um, fuel after their workout. Well, thanks again for listening. Hope to hear you or hope that you can hear from me in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode just as much as I did, I would appreciate if you could give me a rating and review so that others can find this podcast and learn from it as well. If you aren't already following me on Instagram, follow me and message me so we can connect over at athlete with an EAT underscore dietitian. Happy feeling.